So, I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! This is the Vexing Rebel Podcast. I'm your host, Kurt, the Vexing Rebel. Today I'd like to talk to you about my thoughts on the conservative movement. My last podcast I spoke about the libertarian movement, and some would say that I was harsh, but the reality was I was simply being honest. When I spoke about the libertarian movement, I was not speaking of everyone in the libertarian movement, nor was I speaking of every libertarian. I was simply speaking of those who were the issue. I hope I made that clear in my previous podcast. And I hope it's clear that in this podcast, I am speaking of conservatives that are a problem. Not every conservative falls under the umbrella of what I'm going to be discussing today. However, with that in mind, I would like to talk about conservatives. Conservatives supposedly stand for small government, traditional values, and so forth. Yet while they say this, they, in reality push for things such as fascism and statism and authoritarianism and all the things that liberty and small government are not. Case in point, ever since the events of 9-11, the rallying cry of conservatives was, we need to be secure, we need to be secure, we need to be secure. We have to infringe upon your rights a little so that you can feel safer. Oh, we, we got terrorists we have to take care of. And so they passed the Patriot Act and the Military Commissions Act and all these other acts that sound, you know, so wondrous. In fact, usually every time the government passes an act that is bound to turn you into a, uh, even more of a slave or to strip you of your rights or to somehow infringe upon you or steal from you, they always give it some label that sounds otherwise uh, benign or pleasant They're never going to tell you this is the I'm going to strip your liberties away act or I'm going to rob you blind act. They give it names like the Patriot Act. Oh, well, you're a patriot, aren't you? The problem with modern conservatism is this. It's not really conservative. In fact, they are what you would call neoconservatives. Now, neo is supposed to mean new, new, the new style conservatives. In this case, what it really means is not really not really conservative. They are big government conservatives. They're people who, they claim to believe in capitalism, but what they really believe in is corporatism. They claim to believe in liberty, but what really what they believe in is fascism. They claim to believe in small government, all the while growing government. Case in point, many hold up Ronald Reagan as a bastion of conservatism. The reality of it is, he grew government. The reality of it is, he helped create Al-Qaeda. The reality of it is, he was the interventionist. The reality of it is, he didn't hold to limited government at all. He spoke a good game. He talked about limited government. In fact, in his 1964 speech uh, during the Barry Goldwater campaign, he gave an eloquent speech about the limits of government. And maybe he truly believed it at that time. But the reality of his administration was, government grew. 
the Republicans, supposedly conservative party, held the government for 12 years. I mean, they had the presidency, the House, the Senate, most of the governorships. Did government shrink? No, it did not. Did capitalism bloom? No, it did not. Was there a reduction in anti-liberty legislation? No, there was not. These conservatives, so-called, always claim, well, you know, the Democrats this and the Democrats that. Well, the reality is, yeah, the Democrats this and the Democrats that. But it's also the Republicans this and the Republicans that. The reality of the situation is this. Democrat, Republican, it doesn't matter. They're two wings of the same bird of prey. Even George W. Bush, a man who's supposedly a conservative, towards the end of his administration, what did he do? He says, we need socialism to save capitalism. What kind of logic is that? Conservatives screaming liberty and constitution and so forth. Meanwhile, they stomp upon it. They say, oh, we believe in liberty. We believe in the constitution. We believe in the natural rights of man. While they hold prisoners in Guantanamo Bay, basically the uh, modern-day equivalent of the King's Dungeon, to where people languish, are tortured, held without ever seeing a judge. How's that liberty? How's that uh, fighting for natural rights of man? Oh, well, they're terrorists, they claim. Well, if they're terrorists, they need to either be tried or what have you. If they're not terrorists, they need to be let go. Is that happening? No. The same conservatives who say they want tolerance and compassion for religious beliefs and so forth turn around and say, let's turn the Middle East to glass and try to make out all Muslims as some kind of a monster. These same conservatives get in bed with, create, fund, and so forth, the so-called terrorists. Then when the terrorists no longer suit their needs, they backstab the terrorists and then claim that they're the enemy all along. When truly conservative candidates come, uh, to run for president or any other office, well, they're chastised, they're treated with scorn, they're treated with contempt, they're treated as a running joke. And if they even are remotely taken serious, the people say, oh, well, they can't win the election. We have to vote for the lesser of two evils. Really, the lesser of two evils? Basically, what you're voting for is incremental evil. They scream anything but Obama when the reality is the other candidate was just as bad. The difference between the Republicans and Democrats is this. A Democrat will sodomize you. A Republican will kiss you first. That's the difference. The most conservative candidate in the last two presidential campaigns was Ron Paul. Look at how he got treated. The reason why he got treated that way is because he actually stood for the principles that conservatives are supposed to supposedly stand for. The reality of it is this. Conservatives are big government conservatives. They want to grow government in a fascist way. Today's conservatives claim to be capitalists, but they're corporatists. Today's conservatives say they fight for natural law, natural rights, the Constitution, and so forth. The reality of it is this. They are usurpers of those things. As I stated a moment ago, a neoconservative means not really conservative. The other day, I turned on the radio and Mark Levin was on. He's a supposed constitutionalist. He's a supposed constitutional expert. He's a supposed conservative. He was once a member of the Reagan administration. He told the story that happened decades ago 
about some Russians who were taken hostage by terrorists. And the Russians tried to negotiate with the terrorists. The terrorists ended up shooting and killing one of the hostages. And so the Russians said, okay, KGB, handle it from this point on. So the KGB went out and found a family member of one, of one of the terrorists, castrated him, and sent the severed member to the terrorists and said, expect more of this to come if you don't release our hostages. They ended up releasing the hostages. Mark Levin then went on to praise the KGB for their method of dealing with terrorists. He then suggested that America quit being as nice as they have been so far and to really get tough with these terrorists. And maybe that's what we should do is adopt the KGB method of handling terrorists. And then I thought to myself immediately as he was saying this, well, Reagan created Al-Qaeda. It has been proven that the various administrations from Reagan on and even before dealt with terrorists. George Bush has dealt with terrorists. Barack Obama has dealt with terrorists. George H.W. Bush, Reagan, Clinton. So do we need to find family members of all these people? Castrate them? Send their severed member to Congress and say, if you don't stop this, if you don't quit being a terrorist and aiding and abetting terrorists, more to come? Is that what he's suggesting? Of course that's not what he's suggesting. Because a so-called conservative doesn't believe that they have to be held accountable for the actions they take on others. There's always two standards. Because they believe that the U.S., no matter what, are the good guys, and everybody else are the bad guys. And even members within the U.S. are bad guys. And that the good guys can act as evil as they want, as monstrous as they want, and somehow still remain the good guys. This is a load of baloney. So what are my thoughts on the conservative movement? They're not conservative. And they should be ashamed of themselves. And the reality of the situation is this. They're given the moniker conservative as much of a black eye as the people I discussed in my previous podcast are doing to the moniker of libertarian. And just like the term liberal has become this tainted piece of garbage that nobody wants to associate with, that can very well happen to conservatism as well. In fact, there are many conservatives that are running from the term conservative to the term libertarian. Why? Because the conservatives have abandoned all their principles. That's why. A neocon is a joke. And that's all there is to it. Until next time, I'm Kurt the Vexing Rebel, signing out. Follow the Vexing Rebel podcast on Twitter at The Vexing Rebel. Like us on Facebook and check out our YouTube channel. We will post a new podcast every Friday.